It's Rossi on Wrestling. This is the most exciting hour of wrestling talk. If it even is an hour, it could be over. We really don't know. We don't really time it out that well. We don't have a schedule like that. I am Jason Rossi at Jason D. Rossi on the old Twitter machine. With me, as always, is, is my podcast partner, uh, my partner in the podcast sphere. Man, it's a made-up line. I can't even remember my own thing. It is uh, Billy Biceps, a.k.a. Billy Injury, oh, a.k.a. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, the, the, didn't the, t- Sami Zayn on his debut on Raw a while ago, like he tore oh, his this arm, is, like celebrating. Or he something? did when he came out to the ring. He made his Raw debut against John Cena during the Open U.S. Challenge. U.S. And Open when, Challenge. Yeah, I'm I'm all dyslexic today. And he uh, when he came out when he got on the the stairs and he used to do his like throw his arms yeah. up. Yeah, he like tore his rotator cuff or something or his arm. Yeah, he pulled I did something. Something like that. I don't think it's as bad, but it hurts like hell. What did you do? Did you go up? Did you run on, down a ramp and put your hands in the air? No, we had like a pitching thing at work. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. This no, is. I don't think that's what it was, though. Because... You were throwing pitches at work and you hurt yourself? No, because then like a week later, I played basketball with my nephew, worked out, went to the gym, everything like that. It was fine. And then one day at the gym, just lifted my arm and I felt like muscles roll. Nothing like popped or snapped. I just felt it like twist. And it's been feeling weird. I can't fully extend my arm. Well, it's a definitely a feeling weird type of week because we had the WWE Superstar Shakeup, which we'll get all into as the uh, podcast goes on. That's our topic du jour, topic of the day. I just stole that from Dork, man. I'm telling you, I'm all whacked out. You, you got me on a weird day, but you, you're creeping me out, man, with all your like stretches and stuff. It's... Yeah, I'm, I'm standing up, stretching, uh, and this is the uh, hand I teach uh, Little Billy, who's boss with, too. So it's, oh, it is. Yeah. So that's throwing you all off. Yeah. So do you have to like kind of put anyways? We'll put in a sling or something yeah. for you, or we'll just we'll call a friend. All right. So uh, today, like we said, we'll get to the superstar shakeup in a little bit. We'll kind of mix our good, the bad, the ugly, and our main event together. We'll kind of like put it as one big yeah. kind of thing because it's all really talking about raw. But we'll start off with some worldwide wrestling news. So the first thing uh, this week, uh, you have the WWE Network putting up a special, The Shield, the final chapter. No, thank you. I was going to say, it's on at 9.30 at the same time as Game of Thrones on Sunday. Oh, So Game of Thrones are a S.H.I.E.L.D. final chapter. Jesus Christ. I'll be double screening because I'm just intrigued to see what they're going to do. No, not double screening for that. That's ridiculous. Well, you'll probably go back and watch it, though. No, never. Not a chance. You'll never see this. I'll see it if it's on Instagram. I'm not going to watch okay. this. Is it a whole like pay per view? No, I think it's just. Matches? I think they're just putting. I'm assuming their match just on the network. So it'll probably be like because it's the room. house show that's in Canada. They're just televising it. right? Yes, just that part. It's not even the full card. I don't believe. So is Dean Ambrose gone? So yeah. So Dean Ambrose is leaving. So that's, that's from everything confirmed. That we hear. Well, here's what it, the, the this rumors, is fucking weird. The rumors in the story are that Dean Ambrose. The re, so he's been treated pretty well on the way. Like usually when a wrestler leaves, you don't see them for like six. And months. it's never talked about. And it, there you go. It's never talked about. So the reason why people think it's being talked about now, the Dave Meltzer of the world, I've even read on Pro Wrestling Sheet from Ryan Satin, who can kind of be up and down with his information. Um, I don't know who the fuck that is? Ryan Satin, Pro Wrestling Sheet. He used to work for TMZ. Pretty good. But he gets a lot of bad intel as well, and whatever. Take it for what it's worth. But they said the reason that Dean Ambrose has been treated well, they talked about it because they never wanted Dean Ambrose to leave. And I think The Shield has been such a huge part of the story of WWE. Look at, like, the main guys over the last yeah. five years. No, but really. Yeah. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose has had his ups and downs. But those are three of the bigger guys. And having that Shield, it's kind of like the four horsemen, if you want. Yeah. Well, Take it th- well, I get what you're saying. They're there filling the void, and this has been the biggest thing they've had for a while. It's not 
as good as any of those things, but, but those are that, th- that's the thing they have. Yeah, and those are three champions. Those are three guys that they have landmarked. They probably see it through their merchandise, through maybe view viewership. Like those guys still are like money players. For it was them. like Mo Vaughn and Drew Bledsoe. As much as we love them, they I, didn't bring I, us to the yeah. glory. Yo, and I'm sorry, I, it's you true. Kidding me? It's Mo true. Vaughn, they, the, the shield is like Mo Vaughn and Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, they're not Tom Brady and David Ortiz. So who the hell is Tom Brady if those guys like? Well, I, listen, I don't Austin, like Austin, The Rock. Well, yeah, we're I mean, waiting now. for the next about, level. Oh, we don't right. have that yet. All we're right, still so, waiting for the next Velveteen Dream to emerge. Oh, keep him in NXT forever, and he has the best belt in the business. the The North American Championship He's the best belt. Everything, but no, not just about him. Just the championship belt itself. The North American Championship belt is the best belt that they've put to get put out in years. Yeah, it is an incredible looking belt. That and the IC. And I yeah, actually like the cruiserweight. I know you don't. No, not a fan. Looks like a toy. So, uh, but back to the point. So they said the reason they treated him well is because they didn't want him to leave, and it looks like he's being courted by AEW, and they don't want to see D- a Dean Ambrose wind up on that network or on that program, should I say? Because he is a draw. He has whether people like him in WWE or not. He has like a likability. He still yeah, gets people have low standards. I get it. Listen, I have plenty of low standards. I uh, hope my wife isn't listening. But the the thing is that so that's kind of the reason they kind of want him to take six months, go enjoy life, and then he, there's a home for you here. Like I think WWE. this is so the smartest the thing for WWE and even for people who are just straight up going to AEW. Don't kick them on the way down. Like let them leave gracefully because you want to be that. It's not like the old days. Like this is a viable option. You want people to be able to come and go. You might want to take AEW talent one day, and you don't want to be like we're going to burn you on the way out. That's you want to have a see, that's better a good point. See, I didn't. I actually, if I were running, I'd be like, yeah, just take him off TV and let him lose a bunch of times. Which Dean Ambrose has lost all of his final matches. He hasn't he has looked to... as bad as I thought he exactly. would. Exactly. That's a good point. But you're right because then if these guys, if this really is a credible secondary company and they at least are trying to have the the look ahead and be like okay well these guys are going to come here potentially if we yeah. like them we don't want to show them like if you come here we're going to screw you out so that's a good point because that is the reputation of most wrestling companies so if they can change it now with one of the people one of the stars that's a good thing it is and uh speaking about people that want to head out and we don't know if it's going to be an aew or just maybe other avenues but two people have recently we have one official confirmation of someone asking for their release in WWE, and we have another one that there are rumors all abound about this one. So we'll start off. Luke Harper has got put out his guy. He, he put out on uh, Twitter uh, a notes uh, uh, with screenshot. The Kofi Kingston move. Everybody does it. Drake Maverick, by the way, I don't know if you saw his. Hilarious. Like the day after WrestleMania, he was like, "Since everyone's into these notes, I want to just say like I wasn't on the WrestleMania card. It like hurts me. I will work harder. I'll be on there next year." That's like the beginning part. Like, I loved him it. too in that little uh, when Bret Hart got attacked. He was like one of the first guys in the fucking ring, like directing traffic. He he, he calmed the whole place. I yeah. felt like I took like a sedative when yeah. he went out there. He was like, "Forget about that guy. Let's go on with the show." It was great. Oh, oh thank thank you, Drake. Uh, whatever your real name is, Rockstar also Spud. Uh, get him back with EC three, but we'll get into that after. So. Luke Harper has asked for his release. He told he put a note out saying he's asked for his release. He thinks he's better. He knows he can be better. He deserves better, all that. I hope he does. I hope he gets out there. He's like 40 years old. Uh, there was a rumor, and I know this was a real slight rumor, that they did – I don't know if they asked him or if there was a potential of when he returned after this last injury, once they put Rowan, formerly Eric Rowan, with Daniel Bryan, that he was going to shave his beard and cut, get a haircut and almost go – Get a real the, job. Well, it would be like a JBL. Not in the sense of being like a racist. A Jeez, well, well, uh, well, was JBL a racist? Yeah, he was trying to stop Mexicans from coming over the border. That was really funny, actually. I do remember <laughs> that now. I forgot about that. The uh, Eddie Guerrero feud. Yeah. Um, doesn't make him a racist. All right, fine. It probably does make him a racist, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. 
Oh, hey, listen, it's TV. Um, so there was a story that he was going to become a heel, become as like a smug, and like how he's turned his life around because he got in great shape like over the yeah, years. Like he looked outstanding, even at WrestleMania. And he, I guess that was one of the pitches. I don't know whether he just didn't go for it or what happened or if they just didn't follow through. But he apparently is done with WWE. He's asked for his release, so he'll probably wait out. I don't know what his contract is. I mean, I really think he is a superstar. Had one of the best ladder matches maybe ever with him and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, my God. Best two out of three falls match, too. Oh, no, that was the ladder match. Yeah, the two out of three falls wasn't him. It was Absolute stud. The problem is he's branded as a Wyatt guy, and he's never really going to get out of it. It's and that's you. you you just look at him and it's like, oh, that's Bray Wyatt's crony. No matter how good he is, unless he goes somewhere else and comes back, that's how most people will look at him. And you know what? That's a really good point because after WrestleMania 33 when Bray Wyatt uh, won the title, for, I'm sorry, lost the title to Randy Orton, like Luke Harper was on like Orton's team and then Rowan returned. It's like those guys have always had that like tie to being Bray Wyatt guy, which that should be a really good thing. Unfortunately, it's not right now. Like Bray Wyatt's character has gone up and down all around. And so Luke Harper, even when he was at his best and at a credible level, it's like, oh yeah, he's just a Wyatt guy. And he never changed his look. That was the other thing. He never actually really changed. Like the Bludgeon Brothers actually kind of felt different. But they were still in that, like, spooky, eerie guy. That was terrible. I like the theme, though. Didn't they win the belt? They won the tag. Yeah, last year. WrestleMania 34. So, uh, well, well, actually, I'm going to jump into Sasha in a minute. But these spooky little vignettes we're seeing on WWE. I don't mind it. At this point, I'm ready. Like, I think we've flipped a little bit positive and negative because I'm fine with it. It's at least something. It's probably going to be terrible. Uh, No, no, no. But you have been more negative about stuff recently. Okay, that's probably fair. I think I've just been... You were really mad about WrestleMania. Well, I went to a goddamn seven and a half hour show. I was actually going on a rant about this with my sister yesterday. I'm like, I could see the future where I'm not even a wrestling fan. I I was like, man, I really gotta gotta calm down. Yeah. But that's that's why I think WWE needs a break, though. I think after the Superstar Shake-Up, wouldn't you love it if it was like two weeks with no wrestling? Yeah. Like, I know it sucks for their product, or maybe you could put something else in there, maybe best of the year or best of whatever. I was talking about this today with my barber, who I see once a week, because I'm crazy. But No, he's a sharp-looking man. You yeah. got to keep that up. I should so, go about 500 times a week. I'm a <laughs> scraggly piece of crap. So he was saying, like, it, it's just common knowledge. Like, it's oversaturation. He's like, you can't see somebody wrestle every single Monday night. Like, they, they could have them all on all shows. You just have a guy back. It's what we talk about all the time. Just space shit out. Well, who's your favorite wrestler in the business right now? Mm, I'll answer for you. Velveteen Dream. Thank you. And when do you see him? Once a week on NXT, and he's not always performing. And he's not even he's not always even on the program. Yeah, he's on probably more than most because they'll do like a vignette with him in the back or like a highlight package of something with him. But he wrestles, and all the NXT guys wrestle on the TV product side once, twice a month. Twice a month, and usually one of those is a straight up jobber. Yeah, and that's excellent. And now, obviously, WWE with five hours live television, I make excuses for them sometimes. But it's like, man, we if we could scale that back, I'm not going to change our time, but. How about at least this superstar shakeup was a nice little end. It was like the end of like or the end of a chapter or we're beginning a next one. It would be great for all purposes. Go and do your 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 shows wherever you want to go across different countries or whatever, but give them a week off somewhere in there and give your fans like a reason to want to get back in, like yeah. a reason to be like, I can't wait for Distance next week. Distance like, makes the heart grow, uh, heart grow fonder. All those fucking stupid cliches, is. just throw them out there. It's just any television product, any product, really. You need to create a want and a need. Like Game of Thrones this week, everybody was like, oh, oh it was, was slow. It's a building episode, though. Yeah, it. well, yeah, it was great because it's fucking Game of Thrones. But, like, not everyone is going to be a battle of the bastards, a battle of Winterfell. You need to earn the moment. You need to create stakes and then go out and be like, oh, shit, 
all of my favorite people who I love are going to die. Yeah, and actually listening to the Pritchard podcast a couple weeks ago, they were talking about Stone Cold in like 98, and they were saying how he wasn't used, every, like he was on the program every week, but he wasn't yeah. wrestling every week. And when he was, most of the time it was against jobbers, and then sometimes they'd actually just have him do backstage vignettes and do like a, a dark show, a dark match yeah, after. I mean, I get it. You want to get them out in front of the live crowd. That's what the dark match at the it's end four. is for. Or even just... Like, we've seen stuff happen during a commercial break where somebody will cut a promo or somebody will come out and hit a finisher. You can do that, give the live crowd the show that they paid for, but you need to produce a television product that's fucking watchable. And, and, you know, the point of this for both of us, it's the same thing. It's like, we want to lead to something. Something you said has stakes. Like, there hasn't been a, like, obviously we loved Kofi Kingston and all that. But that was, like, a good, well storyline and and it hit at the right time. They got lucky because it came out of nowhere. That's exactly it. There was no plan for that. They didn't say, okay, here's how we're going to position it here. Here's how we get to month two. Here's how we get to month three. So that's just the bothersome side. We can go on this forever. But back to Bray Wyatt with this. Um, if like this it. if this is Bray Wyatt, it's gotta be. So it would actually be cool if it wasn't. But I know that's where I that's where I was gonna go. If there is some sort of turn with it, if there's some other character or reform, you know, I, I don't know. I like the the new vignette by the way, the little coughing vulture sock. Uh, that was one, weird. That one's weird. The other one is terrifying. Yeah, the one with like the the house and yeah, the doll house, and then like, and then the, the doll on the chair, and then it just opens his eyes. Sounds like saw. It's spooky. I'm hoping if it is Bray Wyatt, I hope it's more of like a puppet master character. He believes he has like control over people, not like in eerie ways, but like mentally, like the way he speaks, the way things he does. And I wouldn't mind seeing him like maybe team up with like a Nikki Cross. I've always wanted a grifter type of character, like a Sawyer from Lost type character, somebody who's a con man. So maybe that could be like his new twist on Mm. his gimmick or something like that. Where he's like a manager and he screws somebody out, like the guy he's managing into a title shot that he was supposed to. Something like that. No, I like this. Something different, like that is a character that's in the, you know, the canon of fucking all things. Just bring it to wrestling. It could work. Like, they need things like this. And I don't care if Bray Wyatt isn't on TV for another fucking two months. Yeah, these can go on for a while. And it actually would lead, this would be that thing we're talking about, actually leading to something. Now, if you had to pick, if it is Bray Wyatt, we'll just say, who do you think where these vignettes, who does he. Like, who is he interfering on? Who is this guy that Hopefully he... Hopefully it's Kofi. Has it, gonna... it only been on Raw, though? No, it's, no, been, it's been on both. And do you think he comes back as a heel then? Yeah, I hope. Okay. I see. I feel like this is all babyface stuff. I don't know what it is. But we'll see. We'll get to it. But let, let's jump into Sasha Banks, who uh, is a wreck. I don't know. And there's no real truth to any of this, but here are the rumors. That Sasha Banks, the day of WrestleMania, was informed that her and Bailey would be losing the tag team titles and being split up with the superstar shakeup. She got upset, Bailey got upset. They didn't they let their voices be heard and now we haven't seen her on television since they dropped the titles. Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of those just workplace deals. I mean, it's like a regular workplace. Obviously, it's, you know, fucking crazy. They travel and all that stuff, but you know, you think you should be doing something you're not doing. You're getting something taken away that was just given to you. She's probably just fucking upset. Yeah, and I can understand it. I'm I'm on board if that's the case. But at the same time, there is that like, or is this a work? Is it not? But like the fact that we haven't seen her on television, they split them up. So it seems uh, it would be upsetting. And the and the other thing is that Sasha Banks again of reporting and like her husband put out some cryptic tweets on Twitter about like finding you know what you want and you know what you want what people think you want isn't necessarily real whatever but she said and she has come out with this that she wanted this boston hug connection tag team to go on a lengthy run so that the tag team titles actually meant something being two of the more probably popular female superstars in the company or in female wrestling in general yeah, but they haven't done anything to earn that lately 
They're, but they're this, co- they were coasting off a reputation of what they had done in NXT and a little bit on the main roster. They have been bad. Yeah, and I those agree. are two people that I love and yeah. are two of my favorite wrestlers. And they have done nothing to go out and get the attention. And I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, the fucking Iconics, go out there on social media, in the ring, on the mic, and they kill it. Everything they're given. They yeah, made they themselves the tag team it. championships. Yeah, and it is true because I like the fact that the Iconics are tag team champions. I didn't think it was a WrestleMania moment, but I like that they did. And forget, like, on a side to this, that they're Australian-born, so they were the first ever, you know, females to ever. Like, there's another kind of groundbreaking thing yeah. that WWE did. And it's another thing with the whole, oh, let's give it to Bailey and Sasha because they need to be the first ever champs. Well, what if Sasha just left? Like, yeah, that's, that, that's a fucking CM Punk moment. The smart thing to do would be Iconics get it first, then drop it at Mania, then you have your beautiful Mania moment with the baby faces, and then they can go on a long run. Yeah, I pre- much we'll get to it, but like I much prefer Bailey on SmackDown. She is a SmackDown character, and hopefully, so. But I don't know. I just think I hope this isn't the end of Sasha with WWE, even though everyone's like, "Oh, go to AEW, go here," and we don't know anything about AEW yet. We still have a little over a month away from. Uh, from seeing their first big show with Double or Nothing and then this TV product that looks like it could be a Tuesday night thing on either TNT or TBS. But I just, I love Sasha Banks. I think she's a well underrated almost performer in a way at this point because I think we just forget how good she is. But I haven't gotten, gotten to see her really, I mean, she's been in a tag team and women's tag team don't get a long time. So I haven't seen her wrestle a really big match in a while. Well, we saw her against Ronda Rousey at Royal Rumble. That was the last time. That was time. a good match. But you, it, it was a great match. Yeah. But you know what? Because of all these things we talk about, oversaturation. I there you go. All right, so now let's let's, let's That should have been a huge feud. It should have been. Now let's get into it. So the superstar shakeup happened this past week with Raw and SmackDown and a bunch of stars jumped all around. So I'm going to just we'll go over like the Raw roster, the SmackDown roster and we'll, we'll answer some questions. Again, real quick. Oh, please. And I hate to be this guy. And I I hate people who are like me who say shit like this. But What saying real quickly and it's not going to be quick? I no, not even the, close. I do it all the time. Yeah. Except for my sex life. Yeah, me too. But here's the thing. They talk about stakes on the uh, Bischoff podcast yes, all the time. Weeks. Doing a superstar shakeup when Raw really isn't its own thing and SmackDown really isn't its own thing. Like, who the fuck cares? There's nothing like, there's no, like, SmackDown fan. There's no Raw fan. It's not like Patriots Steelers. It's not two different things. There's not even, like, a GM on each side. It's just the McMahon just that. fucking throwing Which, people on each show. It makes no sense to be like, we're shaking shit up. It's like, who the fuck cares? Well... The only reason you can – I can't disagree with you, but I would say that the, you do only see certain superstars on one side or the other. Was it Miller time over there? Uh, I'll just throw out the job knocker since I cracked it. I didn't even – Oh, I haven't even just, brought it. It's not even organic. It's just forced, but <laughs> I need the Red Bull. Oh, Red Bull. Oh, I thought we were drinking alcohol. So um, I must just have to make a comment. So you don't put your mouth on the can? I don't put mouth on can yeah, either. No. I have a weird phobia. Uh, I read one time that a guy died from, uh, I mean, it's probably on there anyway, but like like a rat got on top of cans. He drank a can. And oh, died. died. That's like me. I don't lick stamps ever since George's wife died yeah. on uh, Seinfeld. And my dad was laughing in the middle of the episode. It was, was envelopes. Envelopes, sorry. Or what envelopes. Stamps. Sorry, that's what I meant. So I never lick an envelope. I never have. Wedding invitations, we put out like a gajillion of those. Thank yous, a gajillion. I lick my finger and I swipe it. Uh, and you I wash get my hands. sponge. I, I, a lot of people tell me that. I, I, I think about it all the time. But anyways, um... So, with the, but the superstar shakeup. So, like, yeah, you just don't see certain guys on different nights, and you're right. It's all Doesn't under the same umbrella. So it's it's like 
the thing that I was really excited about this year when they first announced it, and we talked about it on the podcast, it was called the International Superstar Shakeup, taking place in Canada, involving NXT, that Raw, SmackDown, WWE, NXT UK. So it was supposed to be a four brand shakeup. My guess was at the time they were going to do something with Pete Dunne. That's just my guess. We'll get him. And they also, there was a lot of rumors about some of the guys that are on Raw or SmackDown going back to NXT or going to NXT and starting to change the narrative of that NXT is this like developmental brand to being its own exciting brand. Because like if you could pick one guy right now that isn't being used, we'll say, to go to NXT, who would it be? Just off the top of your head. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. He would have been perfect. I don't even know what his deal is right now. Or Tyler Breeze. To me. Who I think is asked to go. Tyler Breeze would be awesome. Heath Slater at this point would be fantastic. Yeah. Guys that have a little bit of character that I think you could put down there. Tyler Breeze. I thought also great work by uh, Xavier Rose. Up, up, down. And he's just like, I like New Day to me. This is that was just that was so good with him and Kofi. Like Kofi is the champion. Almost forgot about it from it. That, that's the only thing this week they did a really bad job of highlighting. All, except for Becky, like these big things that happened in WrestleMania. Like Seth Rollins wasn't barely on Raw and showed up just at the end as like a like almost the minorest character on his own team. And then the like, Kofi was like a goofball side character on his thing. But whatever. That's. Yeah, the two champions don't even have a sniff of a feud heading into a pay-per-view. Or, well, we have plenty of time to get to that pay-per-view. We do? Yeah, May 19th. Oh, that's Money in the Bank? Money in the Bank. Oh, all right. But anyway, so, uh, oh, I just thought of an idea. They should face each other at that pay-per-view. Not for to unify the titles. They should do that match again. Because I don't even no. care. Who the fuck cares? But just to see who the better man is. Because I don't want these, tag- these titles. Well, then ma- you lessen one of the titles. All right. Good argument. <laughs> That's why we play. But I, but my point is, like, if Kofi just faces some guy, he's automatically going to beat, and Seth beats some guy, he's automatically going to beat. Right after, I kind of sometimes that frustrates me. But I guess at the same time, that's what you do. Have a blood feud. It doesn't happen. Well, we don't have that much time. Who's going to get in a blood feud with? You said May nineteenth. That's more time than well, I've I mean, ever to get had a between. Blood feud. Well, I guess Lars Sullivan, maybe one of oh, them could just God. get eaten by the freak. The freak. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about him too. So uh, I totally lost my train of thought of where we were there. Oh. Go back to business. So let's just start with the superstar shakeup. So let's go raw. I'm just going to list off the names. You don't have to react yet. We can get into it. I'm going to react. The, we're gonna, I'm going to go from bottom up. So coming off of 205 Live, you're going to see a couple of these guys now out of there. It's We'll call it the Mustafa Ali uh, credit uh, spot. Cedric Alexander going Great to theme raw. music. Oh, awesome theme music. Uh, then you have Eric Young Ooh. from SmackDown Ooh. to Raw. So when that did officially break up Sanity. Uh, Killian Dane remaining on the SmackDown roster, and oh, I can't even think of his name, and that's so sad that the other, uh, oh, I can't think of it. He's gone. He Honor, w- Victor, I don't yeah, basically, know. he's no longer with WWE, and that's a shame because Sanity was fantastic in NXT. Didn't even get the long reign there, Jesus. and then when they were called up, they just never used them. They were cool. They have a great entrance, great theme, a lot of fun. Then Nikki Cross came up, and she wasn't involved with them. That's when you knew writing was on the wall. So, yeah, Eric Young now part of Raw, officially now part of Raw, is Lacey Evans. Which is awesome. I she love cut her. a hell of a promo. I, say, I think I tweeted about it. She has the look, the character, the promo, the finisher. She is an Attitude Era star, and I hope that it She's works now. absolute stud. Uh, the jobber knocker. Take a drink. Oh, no. Now, uh, now it's official. Got, got into it about her moonsault. Maybe it was a little bit dangerous. I went back and carefully watched oh, it. It, it, it. It can be dangerous. It was perfectly executed. She looked like she hurt herself Ooh. more on it. I don't know. She looked like she got Natty in the ribs. No. She whipped her like shins off the ground, and that's why they sprung up so fast. If she had hit Natty, Natty would have screamed. <laughs> I don't know. She's a tough. She's a tough broad. She's tough. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I, either way. But I like Lacey I Evans, her. and I like the. 
I lo- actually I don't like that she's in going right to uh, Becky because I I'm not a fan of like these. I don't get me wrong. This has been a great build. Like I, everyone that's complaining, what is this girl doing? Else, it paid off so well when she punched Becky a week ago. But when she just came out and did the wave. But now I really would like to see her in a feud with someone that people kind of care about to then get to Becky Lynch. But I, I get it. This is what hey, WWE does. They throw you right. Want to make her a main event player? But I she like I don't want her to win one of these titles. I don't think she will. We'll see. They're gonna. She could be the next Jinder Mahal right in front of us. Also officially now on Raw, looking for new competition. He came out and got squashed by Braun Strowman. E C three. I think he when uh, what's the fucking giant tag team that the little guy manages? Oh, uh, AOP. I think you need to make like a a faction. It seems like they split up every faction, but you need to make a faction of all the big guys that are on Raw. E C three, AOP, AOP, and Drake Maverick can be the manager. Even just that. Yeah. I, you know what? I really like the idea. it would be idea. hilarious, that tiny little guy with nothing but monsters. That's Why do you think Lashley and uh, your boy, the, the man of the hour, work so well? Leo Rush, yeah. Leo Rush, because it's like that contrast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the idea, because one of the guys from AOP is heard. I don't know if it's Toka or Reza or whichever the guys there from uh, the Ninja Turtles. But I would like, even if EC3 got the one that's healthy, and Drake Maverick, and was like, I- I'm done. Like, I haven't been used. Like, we're going to now take yeah, over. Kind of what Dolph Ziggler did with Drew McIntyre last year. Uh, then Naomi made the jump over from SmackDown hey, to Raw. Cares? Yeah, that was a tough one. And she was in a tag match with Bailey. That was bizarre. Uh, then the ooh. Oh, no, no, not feeling Usos. Usos! They uh, made the jump from SmackDown to Raw. I like this. They are the greatest tag team in the history of professional wrestling. We're going to have a podcast about that coming up. We don't know that yet. They cut promos they, now better than ever. Yeah, they're great. They fit on Raw. They're probably a better SmackDown fit because they're not going to get as much time. Although everything's a six-man tag, but that's usually a tag team. The like Six-man tags on Raw are not usually comprised of people who are in tag teams. Yeah, SmackDown usually knows how to do it. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but... They don't really, there's not a, like, who's on the SmackDown tag team roster now? Well, now? Yeah. Well, you still have New Day. No, no, not SmackDown. Um, Raw? On the Raw. Well, Revival didn't move, so you got Revival, but you'll Those will be, be good, good matches. And then you got Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. They're the champs, right? Yep. You got Aleister Black and Ricochet, who will just All jump right. ahead. They're officially now a part of, like, there's the match I want to see. They're on Raw? Yeah. They're officially right. raw roster members, and they're probably going to keep them as a team for, for the near future. So I want to see it Money in the Bank. Just have a cool match. I don't even care about the tag titles. No offense. When you put on Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins in a match that nobody Ooh, really you know needed. Great. I don't know. Tag team Money in the Bank match. It was supposed to happen last year, and it got canceled. So maybe oh, this year. Yeah, it was on the card, and then it just dropped out of nowhere. So maybe this is the year. That would be fucking nuts. That, that would be. So now, I see, now we're getting into it. Rey Mysterio making the jump from SmackDown to Raw. Who cares? I thought that was very curious. I thought he was perfectly made for, like, SmackDown, that I roster. I think they might want to just have a couple more him and Andrade matches Who for also Raw. made the jump. Yeah, I, I, you're probably right, because that will also expose uh, Andrade to the Raw, we'll call it, audience. I know, not a big difference. but in, The in, only you, difference between the two shows is SmackDown is typically better. It, no, it's usually, it is better no matter what, because not only just because it's two hours, it just always seems like it's just better, like... Produced, directed. It, Everything. <laughs> Andrade and Zelina Vega made the jump from Raw to SmackDown. I'm sorry, SmackDown to Raw. Money. How good was that match with Finn Balor too? And great. the way she was involved, like there's a She's lot. She's great on the mic. She, I've said this before. She is sensational, Sherry, and this guy's fucking Shawn Michaels. He's not gonna have the mic skills, even though Shawn Michaels' mic skills, meh. Especially, I did like, especially early. Yeah, I did like the cutting the promo that he said was gonna be in French and then just went full Spanish. I right. I don't mind like That's people fun. are like, oh, I fucking hate when they just don't like speak English. I'm like, who the fuck cares? He's he's showing emotion and anger, and it worked. 
does. And most of the time, that's worked better. Why was Asuka so great in NXT? She either said, no one's ready for Asuka, and then she'd scream a couple things that are in her own language, and it was great. Also, I forgot about a tag team that's now there, the Viking Experience. Now, we could talk about this for days because it's absolutely ridiculous. Here's the worst part. Not only did they go from War Machine on the on the War Pigs, but they went from War Machine on the Indies or Ring of Honor and New Japan. Then they go to War Raiders. Then Keith ends up dubbing the War Pigs, and I can't get that out of my head. And now they're the Viking Experience, and they're still the NXT Tag Champions as the War Raiders. Yeah. What? I what mean, are we doing? I ironically, non-ironically love this because I just think of what Vince McMahon was doing when he named the tag team. He's like, ah, what, what, what are you? Like, what, what, tell me about yourselves. Wait, you're Vikings? Like, you're giving me an experience of Vikings? Well, what's a, what, there it is. This is what it was. What's a Viking experience? And then somebody goes, oh, all right, let me uh, drop that down. And that's fucking awful. These poor sons of bitches are already cursed straight out of the gate because if you didn't watch... NXT, and you didn't see their match with Aleister Black and Ricochet, you're like, these guys are fucking clowns. I don't care how good they are. The people that I know who don't watch NXT are like, these guys are dead in the water. Well, you just hear Viking experience, and they don't... What is it? How about just the Vikings? It could even be more cliche. I guess that's probably trademarked. Uh, here's the worst part for me. They're not Eric and Ivar. They were just known as Hanson and Roe. Like, what's wrong with Hanson and Roe? That's Eric and Ivar? Why that's are we changing stupid. their first names? Why is there so many changes all the time? Ugh. Alistair Black will soon probably just be known as Black. Uh, he, him and Ricochet are both now part of it. The Miz. For every shakeup there has been, The Miz has moved. He is now on Raw, and I almost wanted to jump out a window. Well, somebody made this point. I think it was the job and Arkham drink again. That um, he can't be on Fox because he has Miz and Misses, so he needs to cross-promote the shows Fine, on USA. whatever, great. I mean, he's just not, he doesn't seem like a raw guy. He needs to go, we could talk about this too. He's just such an unauthentic baby face. He isn't anything guy. And that's why I think what they did, either they're a little smarter than I give him credit for, or they're just dumb lucky. He is a promo guy, a strong promo guy. Raw is mainly promos. It's not going to be a waste on Raw when I see a guy cutting an in-ring promo that's The Miz. Typically, when a guy cuts an in-ring promo on fucking Raw like Seth Rollins, sorry, you don't have the chops. Even Roman Reigns, as much as I love him, you don't have the chops. Finn Balor, you don't have the fucking chops. The Miz can deliver a fucking promo. He needs to be on Raw. Yeah, I just think, like, The Miz coming over, who are the big heels on Raw, and, like, who is he going up against? I popped when he hit Shane McMahon, and I never thought I would. When I saw him fucking come out of the crowd, I was like, yeah, and I was like, why the fuck do I care? (laughs) But because I like I like the Miz. Uh, so then the big one, the big move, uh, the man, the man who uh, the house he uh, smacked out of the house that he built over there with the brick the phenomenal brick, one, the phenomenal one, the crappiest intro by Michael Cole since the Undertaker loss. AJ Styles now on Raw, which again I like I, because I think he'll turn heel and I think ooh. he'll go after Seth Rollins and everybody ooh. will get the match that'll be. Not as good as you hope, because oh, Seth don't Rollins isn't that good. Oh, for Christ's He's sake. fine. He's a fine wrestler. He's a really good wrestler. Uh, AJ Styles turning heel would be very interesting, especially if you team him up with, I don't know where Gals and I think they're leaving, okay, but so. just anybody. Like if you, no, just make him a fucking lonely heel. Be like, like everyone's a lonely heel. Baron Corbin. I guess there's your Miz. There's going to be your Miz feud, by the way. You're going to have Baron Corbin Miz. Baron Corbin Miz. Actually, it won't be, probably be that. It'll be I good promos. It. Yeah, and people fucking vehemently hate they, Anyways, yeah. so AJ now over on Raw. He's the new member of the Shield, by the way. Um, but he, uh, I just 
I just liked him so much on SmackDown. I just like, because I like SmackDown. Like, what it comes down to is SmackDown isn't just the better show. It's one of my favorite shows on television. Like, I like Raw. Raw will always have, like, that kind of emotion, I think, to wrestling fans, because it's been here as long as there's been, like, wrestling on primetime television. But it's, no, but it does. Like, there's that feeling. It's Monday night. Let's see. I got to see what's going on in Raw. Like, there is that. It's like a reflex. Like, if you get hit in the shin, you're going to move. You kick a little? Yeah. Uh, I like when the doctor used to do that. That doesn't happen anymore. They did one in my arm. Well, because you're all screwed up over there. It worked. They they tapped it and you you made a move? Yeah. They do it downstairs, too. Like, sometimes you flick it. it. There you go. I didn't need the blue chew either. But, (laughs) yeah, so, like, to me, SmackDown's just a great show. Like, when I think of, like, my week and what I really want to watch and what I end up watching, like, SmackDown's always, like, one of my more pleasurable watches. Like, I'm excited. Like, in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, there's still all this stuff to come. Like, I don't know. I just really dig It's a better produced show, but I think AJ Styles will be better for being on Raw because when he was a babyface on SmackDown, it was like, we don't really have anything for you. You're just going to carry the flag because kids love you and you're a spectacle in the ring. Yeah. So just go out and do it. I think on Raw, he has a chance to be in good feuds. He has a chance to really mix it up. I think this is the evolution of AJ Styles, whether it's heel, whether it's face, because he just signed this new contract, with the, which they kind of let us know. I'm sure he'll be working smaller dates as he's getting older. But the thing is, Raw really does kind of make you a bigger star, in a sense. So it'll be interesting. And, you know, he has a little bit of history with Brock Lesnar. I don't know where that could go. I'm just throwing out scenarios, but I do like the idea of maybe if he does go heel, him and Seth Rollins would be a nice, even over the summertime, be be a good feud. All right, so now let's go to who went to SmackDown. The list isn't as long. Uh, we have Tucker and Otis, Heavy Machinery, officially a SmackDown team, which I think is a bad call. They're a Raw team if there's no. ever a Raw team. Yeah, because they like that no. entertainment. Yeah, which is SmackDown. All They'll right. be able to wrestle. They'll get the, their shit in. I think it's... And the SmackDown tag team division can help elevate them. There you go. This wasn't on TV, by the way. Uh, then Mickey James made the jump over to SmackDown. The SmackDown women's roster is stacked. Uh, and I, great I music. like her. Yeah. I, oh, great music. Yeah, she's always had great music. Then you have Apollo Crews has been all over television lately. And then just quietly, yeah, he's on SmackDown. But will be better used and served on SmackDown 100%. And here's a guy you know will be better used on SmackDown. Chad Gable, officially on his own again, splitting up. He's not going to be glorious anymore, even though I was finally like, kind of getting into that team together with him and Bobby Roode. He is now officially a member of the you SmackDown You were the one person? Who was I was. Well, because I don't know what it was. like When they started dressing up, I'm like, this is goofy. But then like their in-ring style kind of was a nice little compliment to each other. But it also just showed how good Chad Gable was I and how Bobby Roode's just absolute stud. You know, a different style wrestler. Put him back. He would be great to go back to NXT as well. Uh, Liv Morgan breaking up the Riot Squad. I don't know if her tongue's still going to be dyed, but she has now made the move over to where she's going to maybe be in a place with like Carmella. They can try to dress like each other like they did two years ago. It's a weird yeah. one. I mean, they are like yeah, like the inverse of each other one's blonde dresses like they both dress exactly the same yeah, and so. they were both like staten island girls for a little bit this also could mean for the viking experience maybe uh sarah logan if the riot squad's no longer a thing can be like a part of their team okay. she's married to roe in real life or ivar or eric i don't know which one's which but in, she could be a part she they always talk about every time you see them you know she lives this viking thing she's throwing uh, hatchets at children uh <laughs> and then you had buddy murphy this one i'm super excited about don't Jump- give a shit are you serious I don't care. Buddy Murphy to SmackDown? Yeah, I don't really care. That, He's a fine wrestler, bl- but who cares? It blows my mind. That guy has done great work. I, I'm, I'm, that really excites me. Like, I'm excited to see what they end up using him. Did you see the match against Velveteen Dream on NXT? No, I didn't yet. You've got to watch that. Good. I promise you, you'll love it. Well, um, yeah, of course. It's Velveteen Dream. Why wouldn't I? But Buddy Murphy is so damn good. He's the best kept secret, no longer the best kept secret. I like this old promo on SmackDown as well. And Lars Sullivan is officially a SmackDown guy. Destined to fail. Okay. Uh, and they'll push him down our throat forever. 
Paige revealed her tag team that she was hyping up last week. She introduced Asuka. The first thing I thought, I threw my channel changer because I was so mad because I'm like, I don't want Asuka in a tag team. Asuka's incredible. Like, what are they doing? This makes no sense. My wife, give her full credit, Din goes, well, who do you think your tag team partner is going to be? I'm like, I don't even care. It's going to be something stupid. It's going to be dumb. This makes no sense. She goes, it's going to be. She right looks away. right at me. She goes, it's going to be the pirate princess. She loves Kyrie Sane. She's awesome. She loves Kyrie Sane, Johnny Gargano, and I can't think of anybody else. But she goes, it's going to be the. And I go, no, that doesn't even make sense. Next thing you know, it hits the music hits, which we already know next year's main event at WrestleMania will be Kyrie Sane versus Asuka when they break up in, for the WWE actual main championship because women are going to take over the world. If, if if Kyrie Sane is not a huge part of that show or has the best like tank style Rusev entrance next year, it is a complete like oh. oversight and ex- terrible. I hope for like I think the we were talking about this, but. tag team segment and a buddy of mine texted me is like the women's segment was over a half hour. I was like it was the best segment of the fucking show. Oh, the, on it wasn't SmackDown even close. was great. Uh, but Kyrie Sane and Oscar now are officially the team, which I like. Paige is the manager. I'm really going to need some time with this because because the promos going back and forth between Paige. And the Iconics are going to be great. Yeah. Asuka's going to help elevate that with the Iconics. This is what Bailey and Sasha should have been doing, but they weren't. I I still think Paige is better suited to be a man's, like, manager. I just think I almost don't even need Kyrie Sane and Asuka to have a manager. Um, Of course, I know they're doing it for a reason. They want the the promo side of it. So we'll see. I'm excited. The in-ring of those two was awesome. And when they start matching close together, I think it's going to be something to be seen. I love this move, and I know a lot of people were – and we'll get into it on the thing, but like I, I was very happy that Oscar's going to be in a championship scenario because she's not a part of the, she's not going to be a part of any of the Becky feuds, and you wouldn't even want her because she's not going to win it right now. So let her point. go into a tag team, and then eventually they're going to face off her and Kyrie in a few like months, maybe a year, and it'll be great. Yeah, because we do have to remember there is this raw women's. Like, tag team championship is not something that this is just a phase. Like, they're going to continue. They're going to do everything they can to make it. The Iconics title. made it the most interesting thing on the entire week of wrestling, in my opinion. That was the best segment. So then we have Ember Moon making the jump from SmackDown. Uh, Ron made SmackDown, SmackDown. Which I'm really excited about. She is going to be great. I can't wait to see her and Becky. Hopefully they'll they'll mix it up in the future. Uh, Bailey makes the move from Raw to the SmackDown. ultimate. SmackDown character. And the crowd was just booing her. and it was Which is good. Emo Bailey. Well, we're going to get it. I wonder if we are going to now get, whether it's Emo Bailey, just heal Bailey, however they want to do it. Like, only because they back, need the change. They need the change, and then they're going to need something to warm her heart to come back. It's kind of what you saw with Johnny Gargano in NXT. He couldn't win. He couldn't win. He couldn't win. He finally turned to the dark side to win a championship when he beat Ricochet, and then he came back to being a good guy because he's like, this isn't me. And it was great. It's a good story, and that's what I think we hopefully we will see with Bailey. I know you've been preaching emo Bailey for emo Bailey, and uh, emo you know you can go Bailey. back in our archives to listen to our Bailey in WWE because that was a big part of it. We're saying like, where's that next level? What is about what? Where's the she evolution? She something different because I think she doesn't like where she's at and she's not making the best of it. So just make her heal and see if she can do it. Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor Love making it. the jump Another to SmackDown. Fucking SmackDown superstar, he- corny promo, great wrestler. He is going to be money on that brand. Yeah. And the weird part is right now, though, Samoa Joe still on SmackDown. I don't think he will be. Because he wasn't even on TV. But technically, this is WWE's list. This isn't me making this up. So WWE right now, Carly, the U.S. and Intercontinental Championship both on SmackDown. Yeah, that won't happen. I don't think it's going to last. I wonder if, you know, we saw a little tease of Braun and... Joe being in a feud, I wonder if Braun's going to beat him and bring it over to Raw. But the only thing is, I, part of me, what I would like to see with this is have 
Raw, have Vince, Stephanie, Shane, Triple H, Linda, uh, the kids, Shane's wife, uh, whoever, come out and be like, Street Posse. we need, yeah, Deep we gas. need one of you. Oh, yeah. We need. We're gonna Rodney. put together an eight-man tournament for one of you who wins it is gonna face Samoa Joe and one or like however you want to do it, Samoa Joe or Finn Balor. One of you is facing them, and if you have to bring the title to Raw, and if you fail, yeah. then they have both. Then that's on you, and then you guys all are just gonna have to fight for Seth Rollins. So Seth, like, it could be kind of compelling if you actually put layers on it. Is this gonna happen? No, no, nothing good will happen. <laughs> They're like just gonna that. move either Samoa Joe or something. He's gonna get beat for the. They'll title. get traded on. Like that's Monday. the thing. Like nothing makes sense. You can't trade because there's no like. Who are the trading partners? Yeah, and that was the part that frustrated me about this. So at the end of SmackDown, they were promising the biggest acquisition in SmackDown Live history. There's no acquisition. It's the same fucking company. There's no difference. There's no delineation. Vince McMahon comes out. That was great though. I fucking love it. Vince McMahon comes out and announces Elias. Funny, haha. I thought no, and I like that he sold it like it was fucking real. Like I, for a second, I really did. Well, this also goes to your point, but I thought it was going to be Brock Lesnar at this point because I'm like, who else? And then I thought, I hope he's done forever. Reigns would come out and beat the crap out of him. I got the same scenario, just wrong guys. So Elias comes out. It was cool. Reigns ends up debuting, punches Vince McMahon. Debuting on SmackDown. He's never been on SmackDown before. Not since the the draft. This brand split. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. He didn't debut. I fucking hate redebuted. Redate. This is ridiculous. He moved over to SmackDown. And he shook what? up to SmackDown. The crowd fucking loved it. And they did. They loved it. So Elias, good heel, getting heel heat. Vince, obviously, that's the, he's the biggest heater still in the business for some reason. And it just doesn't make sense because Vince is shocked by Roman Reigns come up. But like you just said, there isn't a GM scenario here. So you clearly it's knew. It's so stupid. I, I, but at least. And then he punched Vince. It was cool. And Vince kind of had that the made smirk. That no sense. But but. The, I know. It really did because it's like, hey, you're my. Like, fire him. I want Reigns fired if this is a real story. So uh, so Reigns is over there. Elias over there. Finn. Don't like having Roman Reigns on SmackDown. It's but great. It makes he's sense. Perfect for SmackDown. No, he's not. He's SmackDown's not. the wrestling. Like I know he's, he's a, a good great wrestler, fucking wrestler. But he's, he's not, one of the best. But wrestlers you're replacing in the basically AJ and in 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 Roman at the top of the card, and that. But I, you need people on Raw who can wrestle too. I, I get it. I and get you the need move. People on SmackDown who are like draw the guy. Well. That's the thing. He's still think, the big draw in their eyes. Get out of here. I'm just recording a podcast while I'm doing this too. <laughs> That's uh, we had a third man. That's our first ever real third man. All right, That's that was Isaiah. legit. Like that was a legit running. It was. I thought he was going to cash in money in the bank and take over your spot or my <laughs> spot. There's going to uh, be somebody else on wrestling. But what were we talking about? Yeah, I think it, it's perfect. I think Roman Reigns will be able to be a baby face on SmackDown, like See, a true baby face. So let's just jump in because this is going to these are going to involve some of my questions that we we had uh, kind of planted here. So to to wrap up the superstar shakeup portion of this best. Male acquisition. Billy Fucking goddamn Roman Reigns, man. It is great. He is going to be legit a baby face. I know it was Canada. I know it was, was it Toronto? No, they Montreal. 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 He is... That, that's a different kind of crowd. They kind of, like, are real, real fucking crazy wrestling fans. They're like us. So if they like Roman Reigns, they're going to cheer him. He was not booed at all. No, he wasn't. There wasn't a boo in the crowd. There, maybe a slight one, but you never can tell. Actually, there was when they panned the crowd. There was just one guy with two thumbs down, which yeah. I was laughing hysterically at. But I fucking love him on SmackDown because he's well, just—he's done on Raw. He's done on Raw. I, I can't disagree there. My favorite was AJ Styles to Raw. As much as I just said all these things, Again, I like seeing AJ best, probably because I think AJ, it's funny how you can just see where we both lie in these scenarios. But I, AJ to me it was great to see. You know, he's going to be I think elevated as a star. Now here's the question that I find almost most fascinating is 
What about we? I I glance over this. They've laid everybody out. All these guys, like the the six guys, all these people. Sami Zayn, where's he? Just cutting know. killer promos everywhere, telling everyone to go to hell, and it's great. I did like his debut, re-debut, whatever the fuck you want to call it, two weeks ago. But how great would it have been if he went to where he's from and did that on them, that fucking 180, where he freaked out on the crowd? He still got the moment. They still played the music like eight times, and it was fun and all that stuff. That was really good on Monday. But if the first time he turned heel was right to that crowd, right in their face, oh, that might have been a better moment. But still works. I think he would fit in better on SmackDown, but I think Raw honestly seems like it got pillaged compared to what happened to SmackDown. SmackDown seemed like there was more of an influx for a shorter show, and you know they might be building it up because they're going to have three hours on SmackDown soon. I hope that, that uh, Yeah, that there's that rumor that would kill me. I think it is three hours, but not officially. It's just a rumor. Well, it's going to be three hours. Fox isn't going to want a shorter show. If, uh, it's just, but it's still on like prime. T- Anyways. But the same as anything, where do you want him to be right now? I want him to be on SmackDown because he would be a perfect feud for I'd, Kofi. Yeah, I, I think he'd also be matches. the perfect feud for Seth Rollins. So I, I want him to go to Raw just because I want him and Kevin Owens finally separated. This is why it's stupid to have two separate brands that don't really have any difference. All right, but so then we'll, oh. either one would be fine. Yeah. So then best female edition. Who are you going with, Billy? Alina Vega. Because Ooh. it also means Andrade. And she's a good promo. And she's on Raw. And she's hot. I went with Ember Moon for some of those reasons. Uh, promo, not so much. I don't necessarily find her she's hot. Not terrible. She's terrible. Oh. No, but she's more. I don't find her hot. I was saying, like, oh, oh no, she's I said hot. promo. No, no I know, but I jumped over. Huge. She's a little thick girl. Oh, she is. She's real thick. Uh, so she, but to me, in ring is incredible. I think yeah. she'll be really good in a few. She actually had kind of a decent promo when she was kind of going with Becky. Underrated part of all of this week of wrestling was Becky Lynch's kind of like all the women at the tag team. She's just slowly, like, quietly yeah. walking out. Like, I'm good. I'm all right. Peace. See you guys. Um, I thought that was really good. Uh, best NXT call up. Kyrie Singh. We're going to both go with Kyrie Singh there. That, there's no one better. That was just. Awesome. It's going to be so good to have her on the main roster. She just oozes charisma, oozes character. And she's Mo. And she's also Best on SmackDown. Best ever. It's and she's going to elevate Asuka. And I know people were pissed that, oh, Asuka's I was. so great. I love Asuka. And I think Huge fan. Always have been. Always will be. This is better for her. As they say on the Pritchard podcast, one of the only things he's ever got right, you can't always be hot. You've got to yeah. cool down. And she's not going to technically cool that far down because she'll probably win the tag team championships and she'll make that belt relevant. Uh, move set up to fail. You're not oh, Lars. Like, oh, Lars. I fucking hate Lars Sullivan because <laughs> he's just your typical Dang. big, dumb <laughs> meathead. If they had done the gimmick where he's like actually oh, bipolar himself, and has where anxiety he's like, issues. He has anxiety like, issues and you you can't get him out into the ring. Something like that to make him more and interesting. And when he does, he just kills everybody. That's like, a great who idea. Who cares about the big guy who just comes out and destroys? No uh, one. You're not going to like mine. It's Roman Reigns. I, I nope. just feel like this. Dud. This I Right now, they're, they're riding the wave of his unfortunate situation for the cheers but i think at the end of the day his character hasn't changed unless there is a dramatic change in character he's gonna fall right back in that position because he's quote the big dog it's his yard new what is it new show same yard whatever he's gonna come uh, out in no uh no shirt trunks he's gonna look like austin with long hair if that happened honestly i'd be excited because it would be a change in character i see none of it happening i see no change and eventual four to five months down the road they'll be booing by the way, greatest sign of well, I can't remember his last week if we talked about. Is it about okay it. to boo? I I I, I took a screenshot. And I got to tweet that. Is is it too? Is it is it? What was it? Is it too, too soon, soon to boo Roman? And no, no, it isn't. And I think soon that SmackDown, wherever they're going to be traveling to, it's only a matter of time. Roman SmackDown does a better job. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how involved Road Dog was with characters, and I don't know what's happening with him. I heard they're trying no, he's to gone. keep him. I heard they're trying to keep oh, him. Oh, I hope so. But they it do went a better from fire job. Road Dog to thank you, Road Dog, over the year. 
they do a better job building characters, and I think maybe Vince has come to the light in a little bit of way because it seems like these moves that they made make sense to me. Yeah. And Roman Reigns, if given the right booking, could do well on SmackDown. I, I agree. I, I just really don't. Will. I just don't see it happening. I think they're going to fall right back in their same trap, but I, I hope I'm following your side. I hope that you're right. A move you expected that did not happen. Bruiserweight, man. What happened with that? Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne, I thought for sure, lost the title to Walter in a match. If you go back and watch, it's like almost uncomfortable. They just beat the pants off of each other. Uh, for me, it was Randy Orton Raw. I thought Randy Orton, at this point in his career, where he's at, I thought he'd be a perfect guy to go back over to that Raw side and just just be vicious. And he just feels like a bigger name, and I thought that Raw could use that. Yeah, he might be a good feud for Roman over there, too. Oh, I just, yeah, I guess. Hopefully. Randy I'm Ra- hoping his first feud, because... Roman or Randy? For Roman, his yeah. first feud is Elias, and Elias gets a win over him. I could because see that, that happening. Because that is Saturday but morning, yeah. old school... Like Big time baby face, corny ass heel. That would be fucking great. Yeah, I would heel be, cheats to win. I would be a hundred percent into that. Worst team breakup. I mean, who really broke up? The Riot wow. Squad. That'd be mine. Like okay. I don't give I a fuck you. about fucking Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Yeah, or, and I uh, loved Bobby Roode, but I'm done. How about the one that I maybe you're missing? Obviously, you're not hot on them, but I think Boston Hut Connection. Oh fuck it, that! They, they needed to break up. They're, they're, they were the worst tag team ever. Worst tag team ever. They right? sucked. They were boring. Oh, I'm they did throw my nothing. Microphone. Their promos were terrible. In ring, they were. They didn't really get any time, and they didn't. When they were given time, they didn't make a difference. All right, we'll they didn't just make an impact on, on social media. It's still, the team I think they would have been. Oh, with social media, just because Becky Lynch. That's half the fucking it. game. No, the Iconics are killing it too. Nah, not as big. Oh, you know who actually killed it this week was Ember Moon. See yeah. Ember Moon's tweet at Becky Lynch? Yes. Like Becky Lynch on her days off. It just shows the fat guy from South Park playing, yep. uh, what was it? Uh, World of Warcraft. World, oh, my God. I died. I was like, that is so funny. Um, all right. So at the end of the day, what do you think? Raw or SmackDown? Who do you think got the Smackdown. better? SmackDown. You still think SmackDown? 100% yeah. SmackDown. Look at the list. I mean, look, I'm going to take Roman Reigns, stud. Finn Balor, stud. Even though it doesn't make a fucking difference. Elias, best thing that was on Raw for a while. Yeah. Bailey, potential. Ember Moon. Fucking awesome. Right. Kyrie saying the best call-up, we both agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lars Sullivan go fucking to hell. Like, that's but, probably the worst thing that happened. Well, here's the thing. You're right, but I think what happened was SmackDown, especially on the women's side, bolstered. Raw tag team side was bolstered. So I think it's going to be interesting they the how Usos. they play. They got the Usos. You got the Viking experience. You got Alistair. Bl- I do. I, I, those guys are going to be good. They're going to be good. I hope dead so. in the water. I'm praying. All right, I'm praying. I'm hoping. I also like the Lacey Evans acquisition, so I don't know. It's Lacey a, Evans is big. But, like, other than that, they don't really have a lot of women on that fucking show. That's what I mean. The women with both. That's why I'm so surprised Charlotte stayed is still a SmackDown, technically. All the women should have went to one show, and all the tag teams should have went to another. It would be too hard. I, I understand, but I think with the way that they're trying to do stuff. So we've got a couple questions. What is the way they're trying to do stuff? They're trying to make sure that they have everything on both products so everyone – Do you think that's a good idea? No, okay. but I think they should have specialty programming one or the other. But I'm actually gotten into the mood – over the last five weeks of wrestling, everyone's kind of been on both shows, and it's worked out pretty good. Even if you have a core of SmackDown people and a core of Raw people yeah. and everybody else moves around, fine. Or you're just one championship, and people go for it on both sides. The speculation should hopefully – I want it to last longer than it probably will just so we can see what it's like but that's what uh, she said well enough uh so we had joss i don't never know how to say this guy's name i guess just todd he tweeted at us just todd i think kind of anyways just had uh he tweeted at us thoughts on kevin owens with the new day this week awful embarrassing i thought the same thing and then he used the stunner at the end get out of here with kevin owens and the stunner's gotta go if it's no i love it but if it's gonna it's if it's gonna turn into a heel turn yes 
Fine. Fine, but I don't know if it's gonna. I think I they think, think that is. Kevin Owens is a fucking big time baby horny face. baby face. Yeah. Horny. It's real bad. And he I will give him credit. He truck he fucking tried to crush it as much as he could and he did the best he could with it, but it was embarrassing for me as a Kevin Owens fan. It was, and it, Kevin Owens has lost, I think, a lot of that, what made him great, the prize fighter, the guy who just wants to beat people's asses, wise wise guy in the right way, not in the, like, goofy little, well, let me get out of the way so you guys can fight kind of way. Then like that. Uh, then Wesley B, Coach Wesley B tweeted at us, want NXT recaps? Should we start doing quicker audio recaps? Because, like, a lot of, obviously, this one was a bigger part of WWE's yeah. show. But, like, we both talk about Ron SmackDown a lot. We, we dedicate a lot of the podcast where maybe we can make our podcast weekly, like, a special, like, a bigger topic, like, best tag teams. Kurt Angle we'll talk about in future ones. Do we want to start doing maybe short audio recaps of Raw? Maybe you do one, I do another, as well as maybe we split NXT? It is, uh... It's a it's a big ask because we break down the time that we listen to wrestling, watch wrestling, and deal with wrestling. You know, pay per view once a month, three hours of Raw every week, two hours of SmackDown. I usually binge watch NXT right before, like I'll watch the full episode that's right before a takeover, and then I'll cherry pick stuff here and there. Yeah, to add another full hour of wrestling on Wednesday. Well, maybe Where not, I no, listen not to all my we wrestling. To, po- Jesus, think about this: is what I think is so. Like after Raw gets out, what if you record a five minute thing of your thoughts on Raw? Or when SmackDown's out, we record a quick. Like we uh, don't even have to do yeah, it together. Yeah. You do one, I do. Like we ping. Could be something. This was a this was a live discussion. This is like a brainstorm. All right, I do that, Coach Wesley. Because I do want to watch NXT. It's just I get the fucking time. I would almost tell you, like I hate to say this, if you could, I would say take your Raw habit. And shorten it. Well, right now you can't because I think we actually are in a position where we're now we are going to be intrigued to see what's going on in each show. But like NXT to me is just always so good. And like sometimes I think about it's worth your time. It re- that's the best way to put it. NXT is worth your time. All right, before we get out of here, we'll do a match of the week. Uh, neither one of us prepared anything. I have a match off my head. I know you do. What do you got? So I was looking to find the actual one. I think if you just type in Ted DiBiase on the network, like yep. six matches come up, even though he's probably got a million on there. But because the network search function kind of blows. Yeah, it's not as good as they thought. I thought it was going to be, especially when they first started. Yeah, but if you type him in, I've done it a few times to watch this match, and I think I referenced either the last podcast or the podcast before him versus Bret Hart on Saturday night's main event. Ooh. Just two classic style wrestlers showing that kind of like the bruiserweight match, but a little less brutal. Just classic old school wrestling. What every move should look like in wrestling. They sell it. It's beautiful. Ted DiBiase has. The you know that Ric Flair bump where like you know Ric Flair's on the top oh, he hits and then he, where the guy like th- he's on the top rope he gets caught the guy throws him onto the ground yeah, Ted DiBiase Ted DiBiase has a similar one which I don't think he's ever hit where he's on the second rope he goes to give the double axe handle the guy hits him in the stomach and he does a front flip it's oh it's, yeah those are always like when the punch flip I just fucking love that like when a guy has one of those that he gives like every other match it's beautiful I I listen that. Those are some of the like old school wrestling. When you watch it now, it's like you could never they could never duplicate it to the same level just because the way the fans are. But man, it is just it's a delight to see. Yeah, and just makes the match like when you think, oh, this match is twenty minutes long. Oh, that seems long. But when they did it back then, they had moves like that in there that almost just kind of like entertain you, make you laugh, go throughout. They weren't and rest the holes. working punches and the fist drop, the fucking fist what drop. What about from Shane McMahon's working punches? That's what I mean. Yeah. That is fucking terrible. Uh, for me, it's tough. I was trying to find like a really good superstar shakeup person. I'm like, well, I want you to highlight this this person's work. So we usually stick with WWE, but I want you to go back and watch a TNA match. As crazy as this is, Rockstar Spud versus Kurt Angle. 
I wasn't going to go there. I was going to go Eric Young. He's one of those guys that was tailor-made was for WWE for so long. He won the TNA Championship, and I just Google Eric Young TNA Championship. I think he'd be Bobby Roode for it. It is so good. He is just such an outstanding wrestler, and he was such a goofy character, and I hope we see a little bit of that when he comes over to Raw, and that could be a part of it. If not, we're probably just going to be one of those he's guys be a we haven't seen. No, we just won't see. Yeah. yeah, we won't see him. Just Tyler, he'll be, Tyler Breeze. He'll be the new Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, and less then, important. And less likely to then 10 years later actually get a tag team championship match. All right, before we head out the door, we have upcoming pods. We're going to do the best and worst of Kurt Angle in WWE because he has retired, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you didn't hear, but he's out. He's done. Baron Thank Corbin God. retired him. Thank God. Baron Corbin, the greatest man of all time. We're also going to do the upcoming, we'll have the top 10 tag teams of all time. Usos Billy believes the Usos are number one, but we will find out. No, they are. Oh, they are. And then, is this an Oscar thing? No, it's just an Ask Us uh, Anything. We're going to do, we've gotten a lot of questions. I noticed when we interact with people during Raw, so we're going to just lay out a whole podcast. We can just throw a bunch of questions at us. I'll probably make up some questions too to make it more interesting. And uh, yeah, that's what we have coming up. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to say to the peoples? Uh, stretch. Oh. I got to say, I think I've reached the point in my life where my workouts are going to be half stretching, half working out because I can't have Yoga, baby. Again. Yoga. I do yoga, but not as much as I should. There you go. That's it. That's it. Go get some DDP yoga. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Frank says hi.